sound of a true history 12 swans cracking open take a listen (laughs) (laughs) oh day four of the quarantine we're already going fucking insane in every can there's a fart noise (laughs) with every opening (laughs) cheers cheers my quarantine brother hopefully neither of us corona Mm-hmm. Um, but welcome to Too Many Jams. It's a show about all things 20-year-old. And with help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused. One of those things at our current age happens to be a major worldwide flu pandemic. Yes. Um, Virus. Virus pandemic. Influenza. Yes. Um, but this, I guess, this is another part of growing up, like... Shit gets real sometimes. And if you think about it historically, what different generations have had to deal with. Beer tastes really fucking good. Why does it taste so good right now? I don't know. You know what? Quarantine beers hit a little different. Whoa. It's like so good. Let's give a special shout out to True History, 12 Swans. I know it's a tough time right now with the LCBO potentially closing restaurants potentially closing but fuck this is a good beer no not potentially i think they have closed oh that's so sad good thing we have a little stockpile yeah exactly um good thing we know uh we know a guy who knows a guy yeah we, we can get some quarantine beers still airdrop to us uh yeah. but uh think about some what generations historically have had to deal with compared to our soft ass yeah plato pussy ass Bitch ass generation. I'm talking world wars. That's true. Yeah. Where people didn't just get infected and like maybe lose, um, you know, like uh, an elderly aunt and uncle, which is awful nonetheless. I mean, we're talking 17, 18, 25 year olds, millions of them going overseas and dying in yep. gruesome, horrible deaths. Um, Great depressions, famine. Um, the depression or the sorry, the recession of like oh eight. Yep. Nine eleven. Like I mean, that's been in our lifetime. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But like in terms of But not as adults, not as twenty year olds, people working trying to make a living. As adults, plus like in our lifetime, this is probably one of the more sort of worldwide like um things to hit. I don't know I don't know how to categorize it, but like like things to hit that like affects everyone and like you know yeah. fully sends cities have has fully sent cities into lockdown mode um, yeah so i've secured if, if you're watching on the youtube i've secured the bag literally cashmere <laughs> Tw- two ply nothing feels like cashmere yeah what's the highest ply you can go oh i'd like to say some people go up to three Three ply. Let me let me feel that quickly. Give us a feel. Let me. Let me <laughs> That's a good question. This. I wish Kev was here to tell us how many plies is yeah. is. Oh, this is this is a good ply. Yeah, I stole that. But from like, my if parents. this is okay. keep your mic keep your mic up there. You, it, it's up. It's if this is two ply, 
Like, I wonder what, you know, when you go into like some real, like, uh, like real public washrooms. Oh yeah, that have that like. It's not about the plies. Paper too, is 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 ply not? Because the, like, the, does that not mean thickness? In no, some ways? no, okay, no. Because those are two ply in public restrooms as well. Oh. But it's like just thin and shitty. So it's really not about the plies. What is what does ply mean? I, I think it's two strips of toilet paper that is like kind of together. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I also have a I also have a tin of Lysol wipes here, um, and I have a stockpile of, um, what is it called? Fucking hand sanitizer. Did you? Yeah, my, my mom. My mom went ape shit. I literally <laughs> got this care package the other day. Yeah. No joke. And my mom stops by. She's like, "Here, this is just a little something for now." She's already dropped off hand sanitizer, Lysol, Lysol wipes, all that shit. Um cartons of nuts you know get some good sustenance protein yeah, powder nut man um so i get a little care package the other day and my mom's just like okay here's protein powder um uh, she wasn't saying this story i'm going through this after she's handed it to me it's protein powder okay there's a surgical mask great just one but you know you never know when you're gonna need that mm-hmm. um there was 140 dollars and I- that's great but i <clears throat> I got cash. Wait, why, why did she give you that money? I don't know. <laughs> did you ask her about it? No. Oh, well, I did. I did. So I have the answer today. But this, I get this care package. So I'm like 140 bucks. I'm like, okay, like, what a weird number. I I have like, ca- I have tons of cash. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, you're <laughs> um, swimming in it. You're rich. I'm rich, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, what else was in there that I thought was funny? Whatever. Anyway, I'm going through it, and there's also just an iPhone seven in a plastic bag. Yeah, I saw that actually too. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> So, you you have to understand how confusing that is. Yeah. I'm, what is this about? I'm like, what? I'm, I'm and I spent a good amount of time thinking about what I'm supposed to do with that iPhone Seven. Why didn't you just call her right away? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was busy. I, <laughs> I I should use the new fucking iPhone Seven. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, maybe like in case of emergency, you have a backup phone. But I was like, what kind of emergency it would just be like my phone break? I don't know. I was confused. Um, I spent a little while thinking about that, and only today did I figure out that she just accidentally dropped it in the bag. Oh, yeah, true. She, so, yeah, she just kind of threw you for a loop. Threw, threw me for a little loop, but then I asked her why did she? Because that's I'm like, why do you have a phone? Period. Yeah, it's not like her personal phone. Yeah, and she's like, oh, we bought it as a backup just in case anyone needs a phone, right? So I was like, okay, still just as weird. But but less weird than just dropping it weirdo style into my care package. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I got I got stockpiles, hand sanitizer, and all this shit. I was reading, there was a, um, the fuck I forget where it was, but anyways, this guy stocked up on hand sanitizer and got blocked from multiple reselling sites. Trying to good fuck that to, dude. to like price gouge people. I know. Right? Hey, what I was, a I was fucking like, hey, dude. Fuck you, dude, wherever so you are. He got, Fuck he, you. He got stuck with like 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer, and I was mm. like kind of happy reading this article. I was like... Yeah, except now no one yourself. can even get those, like, <laughs> like give them out, donate them. When I said I stockpiled them, I mean we just have a good amount, like the yeah. right amount for yeah, a you're family not, of five. You're not five. selling. Yeah, no. reselling. Uh, she just had some good forward thinking. Um, and, that's, and that's not the only people i read about doing that there was another family in um 
another couple in BC that was doing it with Lysol wipes. And uh, I've, I've, I've learned through reading these articles that Amazon has got strict policies on price gouging and like um, reselling stuff on oh, really? websites apparently. Yeah. So they, they've, they've blocked like multiple, multiple people from trying to do this. Yeah, so there's there's like a lot of stuff going around the the corona thing, uh, virus. What's been going on? And I just thought we'd talk about it because I f- if no one's got anything to do, normally I feel bad when we don't have like dope content, yeah, or like a cool guest. But you got fucking nothing better to do. Um, let's just chat about some of the stuff that we have on the coronavirus. And first things first, I'm loving the memes and the comedy. And the shit that's that's been uh, like, is it? Oh, this is the perfect climate for yeah. all the meme lords out there. Everyone's locked inside. People doing extremely well right now. Meme lords, cam girls, <laughs> anyone in pornography, video gamers. Yeah, and I'm, which I'm going to touch on because boy, it's a good time out there. Um, and apparently people that resell Lysol and exactly enhance it. See, I don't mind people making money off of an opportunity but like it's taking advantage taking advantage is a different story like say say you were like um a company that sold toilet paper right yeah. and it just so happens that an epidemic comes where people are buying toilet paper like crazy and you make a fuckload of money that's one thing yeah it's another thing to be like whoa everyone's buying toilet paper let's hike up the prices during an epidemic where people need to wipe their bum bums. Like that's That's why I hate scalpers so much for concerts. Like it's the same thing. Oh, let's just buy all these tickets mm. so nobody can have them and then resell them for a higher price to make money off this. Like you're doing you know absolutely what? nothing. You know what scalpers aren't doing right now? Selling tickets to fucking anything. Yeah, it's true. Because it's Fuck all them. canceled. Um but uh so I listened to uh, a Joe Rogan podcast with this guy Michael like Oosthuizen, Oost I I forget how to exactly pronounce his uh, last like name. Oosterhout or Oost Oosterhout or something. Osterholm. Osterholm. That's it. That's it. Oost Oosthuizen is uh, is the golfer. Louis yes. Louis Oosthuizen. Yes. Um, <laughs> Michael Osterholm. Uh, he is a infectious disease specialist, and it was a pretty jarring episode. It was pretty real. It kind of made me feel a little bit like poo-poo. But what I liked about it is this guy basically just gave it straight. He said his policy is, you know, during pandemics and, and stuff, everyone's like, oh, we can't tell the public the truth because they'll just go crazy and you can't trust the public. And he's like, that's so fucking weird. Like, they're all yeah. adults. Like. He's like there was a there was an epidemic of meningitis that broke out in a town in I think it was Massachusetts, and he said he was on like the task force handling. He works with the government as well as like working at the universities and being a researcher, and he said that he tried a policy of telling everyone in this town, "Hey, one in seven people who get this will die. It is very serious. This is all the stuff we know. This like this is how you get treated. This is how you catch it." This is how deadly it is. These are the facts. Against like a lot of his peers were like, you can't tell them that. They'll go crazy. They'll go insane. And what ended up happening is a few of the, because it's, I think kids and younger people get infected or affected by that worse. They ended up, a few of them ended up dying, right? And instead of people being like, fuck the government, they just 
we're like, okay, we can trust you at least. You know what I mean? Like, so now what do we do to prevent this from happening more? And they took the government's policies and they contained it and all that versus if you lie to them, then people are actually going to go insane because they don't know who to fuck, who, who to trust, who to turn yeah, to. Yeah. I didn't even think that was really a thing. Like, like what are they, what's the government nervous about or worried that people are going to do by well, you, being knowledgeable? It's, it's just like the, like an, uh, an old kind of adage, like the government knowing something and not wanting to tell the public. You've seen this in like every movie, you know, we can't yeah. tell people they'll go crazy. They'll start to loot stores, blah, 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 this and that. It's like, I'm trying to think of what scenarios where the truth would be so scary that people would, uh, I don't know. Anyway, but anyway. It's like people have access to the internet. Nowadays, yeah. They can see all this wild shit online. But the problem is the internet is as blended and f- wrong as any. The internet yeah. doesn't work anymore. It's The internet is like Tinder. Early days, it was an amazing place. Worked really well. Then it becomes saturated, becomes f- f- too many people, things, voices, like Twitter or whatever. You know what I mean? And once it hits like this point, it becomes almost useless. It's like so effective at giving everyone a voice that it's useless, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Tinder was so effective at getting everyone into the dating pool that the dating pool is so vast on Tinder that you actually can't navigate it. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I I get your point, but like a bit of an extreme comparison for what the internet is <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, you go on the internet. Yeah, I'll show you a hundred different credible articles that say one thing. Yeah, a hundred different credible articles that say the opposite, and then a thousand fake articles surrounding it. And that's not like I'm I'm saying. Give me an afternoon. Yeah, but I mean, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it, it hasn't that always kind of been the case? Whether it's like if you're writing a paper for for a class in university, you know, they ask you, like, you know, to get multiple sources because they want you to sort of develop and formulate your mm-hmm. own opinion, or like, and what would d- like like take the best points? Yeah, you know, right. What do people do though on their own time? Do they read the headline? Yeah, it's true. People are, you know, it, I th- I think it speaks more to like how people interact with the internet, the internet these days because everyone is so um, it, it, uh, so like short or like a very like passive with um, the way you know they they consume things. Like people aren't you know, reading, actually reading the articles. Right. They're, they're like obsessed with headlines, you know, music, everything is playlisted for them. They're listening to like 30 seconds of songs instead of, but I'm saying like early days, internet, it, this was a slow progression. Like people started using the internet early days to post just the news on the internet. Like, yeah, like, Oh, the New York times now has just the New York times online. You can read the paper online, YouTube online, Everything moving online. This is great. This is great. Slowly, all these companies started molding their writing to get hits, to get clickbait, to get virality. Yeah. And then the quality of the information started degrading because it was all about who's first. First is more important than this or that. Like I'm saying, 
it's been a slow de-evolution. Yeah. There's nothing in, in, intrinsically wrong with the internet. It's it's a reflection of what's wrong with people. Yeah. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying it's really hard to get clear, concise data on the internet. Yeah. You actually have to dive deep. And you can read a full article that sounds convincing from... Um, like the UK journal. And you're like, what is that? That sounds yeah. okay. Yeah. And then you can read 10 other articles from similar sounding places that are different and you go, I don't actually know. Um, and then sometimes it's, that's why I like to revert back to just some guy on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Who is a personal expert. Yeah. And even though it's biased or it's whatever, it's this and that, yeah. he's at least an expert. You can, you can't dispute that. And, but, but even, you know, even like, um, uh... What was that movie? Game Changers, that mm-hmm. that came out, which was like a net big. I, but that's different. It's not I'm, a long form conversation. I got, you know, what I'm saying like that's a documentary, that's got a, a storyline, it's got production, it's got a a narrative. Talk yeah, about just a couple guys chatting on Joe Rogan, and the Game Changers guy did go on Joe Rogan. Yeah, and the so did some anti Game Changers guy. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I feel like that is more real life. That's more just like conversation. You can learn some shit, yeah. Versus like an a, a produced thing, but still, that's different than what I'm talking about. Those are heavily researched. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I my my point there was I was just gonna say that even that like a big production like that, you still I was still reading articles afterwards of people sort of. Uh, you know, picking apart all the points that they made in that movie, as well. There's, there's, there's critics for everything. But you, you know, that's that's what the internet's produced. Also, is just, uh, it's, it's, it's easy to make yourself look credible, and it's also created a large, um, a large community of online trolls and critics and people that'll just like, no matter what kind of uh, well, content or information you put out there. They're gonna be they're gonna be against what you're saying. But what you just said though is like exactly it. You're like then a bunch of articles came out. Yeah, they weren't articles. They were they were written by like someone with a, a kinesiology degree. That's a personal trainer. Yeah, that's like I disagree. And he wrote this big article on like m- yeah. m- muscle and fitness or men's health. And you have no idea. And then they're pulling studies. They're pulling like sh- this and that, and it looks official. What I'm saying is that the documentary did the same thing that I disagree with is like studies don't mean anything. Groups of studies mean more than one study. Yeah. Groups of groups of studies means a lot. It's like that's how things work. But still, then it's like who pays for the study, this and that. I really think all that is a big wash of hard to navigate bullshit because there is just so much of it. Yeah. So the documentary was researchers pooling all this information but with a clear like entertainment and whatever like agenda driven shit where another researcher can go and compile a bunch of evidence um, to not go against it but to nullify like that Game Changers documentary was convincing then a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of people wrote just critically which means nothing to me then that one guy who was he was not an expert, but he was a good he was good at navigating research, was like, listen, I'm not an expert, but here's all this credible 
large study research that shows that it's not definitive. That's all he kind of said. Mm-hmm. He's like, the game changers made it seem like it was definitive and did like a lot of pseudoscience. Look how hard your dicks are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. You didn't learn anything from that. Um, so he's just like, he was more breaking apart the documentary for being stupid like that. I'm saying the internet is that to, to, to the thousandth degree boiled down to even smaller, not big productions with a lot of research where somebody with a large body of research can go, Hey, it's not definitive. You, you made some good points, but you know, you can't tell everyone to eat food, just plants based on that. Like mm-hmm. we, we need to know more mm-hmm. versus headline battles. Co- corona is actually going to be fine. Or Corona is the, the, the worst. Like I remember reading articles like going to the gym is totally okay. Don't worry about working out. And then articles that are like, don't breathe air with other people yeah. because you your uh, eyes will fall out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's stupid just, shit. It's, it's a whirlpool. Just endless pool. But like... So listening to just this guy yeah. who's like, I just know things from doing research. And you're like, ah, that's so refreshing. You're not an article writer. You're not a journalist. You're not a blogger, vlogger, influencer, Twitter writer. Like you're just a guy mm-hmm. that does this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thanks mm-hmm. for being that guy because that sucks. What an awful job. But yeah. he likes it. <laughs> it's 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 true. It's like uh, it's like going in and talking to uh, talking to your direct. Sorry, you're talking to your doctor firsthand, right? If you go into your doctor's office and he tells you something that's kind of like what you believe you, you don't really like don't get me started on this because i actually don't like doctors anymore either really but i can't let me finish my point okay. first that it's it's sort of the similar in the sense that like um you, you know if you look up something online anything medical related you'll see a thousand different things but like if you hear one thing from your doctor who you trust as being credible then that's kind of what you go with. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I? We're. I love how we're going on tangents, but we have time to fill. We have time to kill. Okay. Um. I'm just Why does your doctor steer you the wrong way? Just with my experience with the concussions, I started to lose a little bit of trust yeah. in the general practitioner circuit. Yeah. Okay. Um. One second. I'm just texting a message. Um. So, what I learned is that they say things as confidently when they don't know is when they do. And that made me a little bit worried. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was going to general practitioners when I was going through my concussion stuff. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this and that. Yeah, this is what you do. And I'm like, thanks, doc. And obviously it didn't work because they're not specialists in concussions. General practitioners can't be specialists in everything. So I started going to specialists. Okay, you know what? Uh, no, but may, wait. May, I, I, maybe not Maybe not doctors in general, but like special. Like, you know what? No, I no. was thinking more of specialists. Uh-uh, I'm going to break apart specialists now too. Okay. Okay. So then I started going to specialists. And specialists look at every issue through their specialist lens. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So if, they're, if there's a specialist in... Um, uh, like a chiropractor or a neurologist or um, a physiotherapist that specializes in uh, concussions or like whatever it is, acupuncture, like whatever these people specialize in, every issue is solved by their specialty. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't seem convinced. No, I'm I'm just, I'm just waiting for you to keep going with your point. Okay. So I was, I was going, I just didn't know if like you were like 
disagreeing already. And I was no, like, no, oh. I'm, I'm just, I'm letting you speak. Okay. So I was going to these specialists and they would, they all said, yep, I've seen this before. I know what you have. Yeah, I got you. They would do their thing and it wouldn't work. And, I, and they would say it with as much confidence as every other specialist. And I get it that it's their job and it's like what they've researched and it's worked for a lot of people. But what I really needed was a multi, a, a, a group of specialists that realize that there's the, this, the body is a complex system. And you see that a lot with osteopaths that look at systems, but it, it ended up being like three different things that really helped me. Mm-hmm. Three different individual specialists. But if you ask those three specialists, they 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 only think that they cured it through their thing. Mm-hmm. But then when you talk to me, who's did all the research for years, trying to fix myself, saw 14 different specialists, spent a boatload of money doing all this stuff, trying to fix my head. I now have a really unique perspective on how to gather information and how to like cure yourself and stuff like that. And then I'd go into these specialists and hear them describe things to me that I I don't know more than them, but I know more than them about my situation, if that makes sense. Yeah. And they would tell me stuff and I'm like, you're, blat- you're just wrong because I've done this before with other people and you say it as confidently. And then I started to be like, it really, medicine nowadays, general practitioners are like your neighborhood mechanic. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're really fucking good for the basics. Like if you just need to go in there, get your tires changed, checked, oil, things that happen a lot, like cold, flu, you know what I'm saying? Like sure, yeah. really general stuff. They are, there's nobody better on the earth and they're great at it. They're specialists that, yeah, when you break a piece of suspension or whatever, like, or you hit the body, maybe you go to a body shop, you know, maybe when you, when you need a knee replacement, yeah, you have to go to a pediatric surgeon or whatever they're called. I don't know. But when you have issues that are need to be diagnosed mm-hmm. that are a bit on the fringe there is no like level above that that collects specialties that that like collaborate and diagnose things that are like you know the car's just running funny the body's just running funny and because of that a lot of people get misdiagnosed get prescribed drugs too early get down all these paths they go to their GP for something that's like a chronic disease and get misdiagnosed and die. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I think like doctors, like the internet, whatever, the answer is always a blend of results. You can't just go to the internet to fix yourself. No. You need to go to the internet, find a group of specialists to talk to as well, get some of your own research, figure out like, the drugs and stuff that are out there or like the treatments that are out there, then talk to the specialists, get their input, two or three of them, and then formulate an opinion. Does that yeah, make sense? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, makes sense. Because not every, not every, uh, what's what's the saying? Not every shoe fits or not every. Uh... Dude, I'm going to let you soak in this one because <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Not every, uh, not every, sh- what's, I don't know what the saying is. Shoe fits the same or. <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's there's a different. What was that? Sorry, there's a different avenue for each. Different strokes for different folks. Sure, different strokes for different. I don't folks. know. That one works. Um. Anyway, tangent. Another tangent. I just the so this Oost Oost Osterholms Osterholm. He was just an expert, and it was cool to listen to. Give it a look. Give it a listen. 
because he just said some shit. And we haven't even talked about coronavirus yet, mm. what he said. But he said basically that this is not this is not a short-term thing. Yeah. You know, we we could be in a state like this for two, three months at least. Like a lockdown state? Yeah. Really, eh? Yeah, or of, of, of at least social isolation, re- reduce interaction, yeah. Yeah. He, he said that we have to start having at least a longer-term look on how we're going to stay this way for a longer period of time. It's not going to be a, a short blitz. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been fortunate enough that Canada has relatively remained low in numbers in terms of cases and deaths so far. But um, he said that that's that's just how, like he he said it's gonna everyone's most people are gonna get it. He's like it's not yeah you can't really function in a society in total isolation yeah like you guys saw ten people yesterday each you know what I mean and then we're together that's like fifty yeah. people that we've interacted with I yeah. I got a I got a bagel from a bagel house because I was hungry yeah like there's just like two there's it's too many there's contact too points yeah yeah. The whole point is just slowing it down so it doesn't all hit our healthcare system at the same time. That's yeah. the only issue. It's not how many people get it total. It's how many people get it at once. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're saying shit like that. So he's like, it's really, like they said, 30 to 70% of Canadians are, are going to get it. That's a huge range. It's like me saying zero to 100. Like it's only 30 off on either side. Zero to 100% of Canadians will get coronavirus. Right, yeah. Would you believe that? Like thanks, sure. thanks for the range, dude. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, who even? Why even throw a range out there if it's that right? That like, wide? Just keep, say a lo- the majority of Canadians keep will that, get. It. Keep that number to yourself. Yeah, the majority of Canadians will get coronavirus. Um, he said. He said that the way it's mapped out, like he predicted. I think it was like forty nine million hospitalizations, which is a fuckload. He predicted that. Yeah, and it's not just him. Uh, worldwide. I think so. Listen to the episode. Don't let me paraphrase it wrong, but yeah. So his it, this is a team of researchers that maps stuff like this. Yeah. That has been on top of coronavirus and that predicted it's... He's like, not only did we predict it's early stage development, like we've been right so far at how it's spread across the world. Like yeah. W- they're really good at mapping stuff like this. So he's... He, I think, and I think he said um, f- four or 500,000 deaths. In total, worldwide, I think so. They were predicting, yeah, I think so. So interesting. Anyway, he was just saying all this shit, and he was like, "He's like, it's scary, but it's the truth, and you got to know the truth." And it's more of a wake up call that we, as a, a global community, do not stockpile uh, healthcare stuff like drugs, masks, sanitizers, shit like that. People run out. Um. So that that's what's been happening yeah. in Italy. It's not that it's not that this isn't something treatable that they can take care of people. It's people are dying because they're running out of resources. It's happening too fast. There wasn't stockpiles. So he, he's like, he's just saying that this is a worldwide wake up call that stuff like this is coming often. Mm-hmm. Every like SARS was oh three, so every fifteen or so years. Mm-hmm. Things like this happen. Every 15 years, he thinks. No, he didn't. he's not saying like every 15 years it will happen, yeah. but he said this stuff will happen with frequency. Yeah. Like the last one was 15 years ago, but then there was also Ebola and Zika in between. And diseases like this develop commonly. 
So he's just like, we, we just, this is a wake up call. We will get through Corona. People will die. Like it, it's, it's a, he said it was, did, did he touch on the origins of what, like, um, some of the bad ones like Ebola and like, I'm, I'd be curious where those kind of how they sort of came he about did. into, no. he, but he, he did talk about how, humans. how Corona came about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He just said, well, what, what happens is these diseases live in animals often. Coronaviruses exist in animals all the time. Yeah. Like think, about, think about other viruses that exist in animals, like, like he mentioned um, Mad Cow. Yeah. Remember that? Do you, uh, there's any. Like the one with mosquitoes. What is that? Swine? It's, uh, swine flu. Was it swine flu? I think so. Swine. But So what ends up happening is there's some animals that, you know, share some com- comparisons with humans. Yeah. So these flus, these influenzas, these whatever coronaviruses, I don't know what they're called, they get into different animals and they mutate and they get stronger and they get better at attacking whatever they're in. And the more that those animals uh, have some similarities with humans, the more likely it is that those eventually can make it to humans and stuff. So it was like, he was just saying how this stuff is, it's not, it's, it's not that it's common and it's going to happen in 15 years. It's just that it will happen again inevitably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be prepared for it. And it could be any different mutation of anything. So this particular disease, yeah, it's great that it's relatively easy to kill with antibacteria. It's It dies in, in high heat. That's why a lot of the southern climates don't have... Oh, really? Yeah. Like, And there's certain things that are very controllable about it, but it's extremely contagious because it's in your breath. Mm-hmm. It lives in your throat. That's why it's so contagious. And it, uh, why is it also contagious? Because of the incubation period is so long before you have symptoms. Yeah, yeah. So like these are things that make it spread so well, which is why it has. Can you spread it while you're incubating it though? Yes, that's the whole point. So you're so while, infectious before you're sick. You guys, you could have corona right now and you would have no fucking clue. Really, I? You didn't know that? I Well, I knew, I knew it was like highly contagious. I just wasn't sure about, you know, if it, if it's laying dormant in you, then um, whether you can pass it off. You are extremely, the, what they're showing why this is so contagious is that you are in stream, extremely contagious before you've shown your first symptom. Yeah. For days. So you're walking around all good and, and happy, but the virus is, is in your throat in high levels and it's yeah. coming out in your breath. And if you can smell someone's breath, yeah, you've, you're ingesting the the bacteria on the air particles on the on the moisture particles interesting um but again li- just listen to this guy saying get the full lowdown it's scary all this stuff is scary to hear but now you know like i can't believe yeah. you like um and imagine how many people like you are out there being like i don't have symptoms i don't have corona well i i knew the thing about you know it, it lays um it, it lays dormant in your body for like you know up to a two week period i just i, I don't know if it was, i don't know if it was that long it's it's like it's like ten to fourteen days. I think I think it's more like four to eight or like four to like it, it was it was not. They were worried it was that long, but I think I think it maxes uh, out at like okay. nine or ten. I knew that was a thing. I just didn't know. Dormant means uh, it, sorry, not dormant. Dormant is the incubation stage. Incubation stage yeah. means it's it's growing in you, but it's contagious that entire time. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So like, listen to it. Um. I, I don't know. I got a text from uh, from a buddy 
his dad got a message from a friend in Hong Kong with some tips. I don't know if these are real or, or not like real. I don't know if they're credible, but there was some decent stuff in here. I'll, I'll read it. I already read it to you guys, but I'll read it to the podcast. So the, the, again, take this with a grain of salt. This isn't from like that Osterholm guy. This is just from like a, a text. It could be, could be bullshit, but the new coronavirus may not show signs of infection for many days. How can one know if he or she is infected? By the time they have a fever and or cough and go to the hospital, the the lung is usually 50% fibrosis. And I think fibrosis is a result of this infection. It's like a, a degradation of like the lung function. Um, Taiwan experts provide a simple self-check that we can do every morning. Take a d- deep breath and hold your breath for more than 10 seconds. If you can complete it sex- successfully without coughing, without discomfort, stiffness, or tightness, um, it proves there is no fibrosis in the lungs which indicates no infection. I've heard this from a few people. I don't know if that's real or not. That's like one of those like internet things. You got to Google. I have no fucking clue. It definitely makes sense. I guess if your lungs are already degrading, that's mm-hmm. a good way to figure it out. But I don't think it could tell if it's in the incubation stage if you do that. Um, another thing it said is everyone should ensure your mouth and throats are moist, never dry. Take a few sips of water every 50 minutes at least. Even if the virus gets into your mouth, drinking water or other liquids can wash them down through your throat and into the stomach. Once there, your stomach acid will kill the virus. If you don't drink enough water more regularly, more regularly, the virus can enter your windpipe and go into the lungs, which is where it obviously spreads. If you have a, uh, and this is like, how to like kind of diagnose your sickness. If you have a runny nose and uh, phlegm and stuff, that's more likely a common cold. Coronavirus pneumonia is a dry cough with no runny nose. Um, so just like if you feel like, oh, I'm sick and I have a runny nose and phlegm, you know, maybe maybe don't uh, go crazy and think it's pneumonia. I think, or sorry, coronavirus. I think coronavirus also comes with a fever. I've heard that. But again, by that point, you're already sick and you've infected a bunch of people. Um, I think that was like the bulk of, oh, it said drink drink warm water. Um, that's more effective for all viruses. Uh, it says cold water, not so much. This sounds like bullshit. Um, yeah. It says if someone sneezes, it, go, it can uh, go 10 feet before it drops on the ground and is no longer airborne. This uh, virus can live on metal surfaces for 12 hours. It can live on fabric for 6 to 12 hours. Um, it's easily killed by antibacterial soap or detergent. Um, it can only live on your hand for 5 to 10 minutes. But wash your hands frequently because they can keep coming in t- contact with the, uh, the the clothes or the shit. That's everything. That to me sounds like a mix of internet bullshit if I've ever heard it. But probably some good stuff in there like it wouldn't hurt to do that stuff yeah Stay i don't know the stuff about drinking water and stuff it's like how do you know though how do you know it's like they, they haven't cured it but like what drinking water is gonna like no i'm saying away. how do you know it's not good just because it doesn't sound good. yeah I mean, like there's no yeah. harm to drinking yeah, yeah, water yeah maybe that's right um it's possible it's but it's again i i could go and google that and i'd find an article that's like that would do nothing you're yeah. so stupid and another article being like it's actually shown that drinking water can provide a little bit of a... Anyway, so it's like it's useless spouting all this information. Uh, 
It's just a little scary, man, because I don't want to give it to my parents. You know, it's yeah. Um, I just think uh, I just think the younger people that are like still at uni and are like crushing beers and whatever, just don't go home. Well, I th- I kind of I don't think that's the case. Is it like are people still? Yeah, uni's canceled. People like, are going uni's home. Uni's canceled right now. Yeah, yeah. But I would stay in. I would stay in your uni towns. Yeah, and just like keep getting crushed with the boys. But like it's really, um, it's really. I, but even that's tough because then if it spreads wildly through them, yeah, and then they all like pass it to their aunts and uncles at one random. It's fucking. It's like actually just fuck you kids. Actually, just isolate. I'm sorry. Don't booze. I mean, I'm going to go home and isolate with my parents tomorrow. It's a game plan. As are you. Buddy, I... Yeah. Other than the fact that we're having a real hard time making money because yeah. um, all the real estate photography shoots emailed us back canceling. Yeah, yeah. Um, bartending shut down. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. You want to know how many phone calls I've gotten today? How many? No lie. Yeah. 15 spam phone calls today. No shit. No lie. Like it's actually what what are you selling me? Yeah. What do you, what you think everyone just cuz everyone's home quarantined yeah. that you're just going to let's ramp up the calls boys. Fuck. I don't know. There's got there's got to be like a what do we wait up like is there an app for that you can block them? I think you like, can pay money. Yeah. For a service to like I don't know. I really actually have no idea. You should look into it. But uh, yeah, no. This this that, should, that that also shouldn't be the case. You shouldn't have to like be like pay for a service to block your phone phone number. I might have made that up. up. Someone yeah. told me that too. I don't know. You know what? You know how much wrong stuff is in my head at a given moment. How many things I hear from people, and I'm just like, oh, this or that. Yeah. No one knows fucking anything. Back in the day, before the internet, people used to just say things, and that would. That would just catch on, and that's what people would believe. It people are actually fucking dumb. The more and the more I think about myself, I consider myself a smart person. Yeah. The more I realize how dumb I am, the more I think about how dumb everyone else must also be. Do you know? We know nothing. People specialize in a few things, and collectively we're smart, mm-hmm. but individually we're pretty fucking dumb. And like. We do stupid things. We're addicted. We're like, we 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 can't control our emotions. We don't really understand what's going on. It's actually insane. There, there's all these there's all these tools to help you, but like, at the end of the day, it's like you just you're really gonna like decide who you want to be. You're gonna you know choose what you want to hear. You're gonna yeah. you know you know uh, have your own belief system made up and like. You just live in your world. You're going to live in your own world, regardless. How uh, how you think people think of you is basically just a reflection of what you think of yourself, like what you see in the world, what you ex- how you explain the world is just a reflection. Like what you sorry, what you see in the world is just a reflection of what you see in the world. Yeah, totally. If if you think like <laughs> if you think anything about yourself, it's only made true by yourself doing that. But um. It's just like every everything gets so clear during these like states of the world shuts down and then you get a beat. 
to like everyone's like whoa what the fuck have we been doing for 30 years like mm-hmm. like you get a beat and you're like i've just been in the hamster wheel not thinking about anything it's kind of crazy my my dad was making a comment about how it's interesting how the the world has been so globalized you know for the past little bit since like you know uh means of travel have like you know infinitely um gotten better yeah um you know more like borders are just kind of open to everywhere um or open to anyone throughout the world and stuff Mm -hmm. and people have just you know really taken advantage of that and gone everywhere right globally and now with the coronavirus happening it's like it's 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 kind of funny how every government is kind of saying okay come back home now yeah and like let's like lock ourselves back into like our own little areas for a bit to like you know manage from home base yeah it's it's actually really honestly it's an awful scenario but i'm assuming that only good things will come yeah usually from every major tragedy like world wars the depressions there's a big lesson learned in like what not to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's in a rush to get in a world war again. <laughs> no. no. I, I, you know, one thing I keep thinking about is just <laughs> like, there's, there's going to be some stories at the end of this, like two weeks, month or however long quarantine self isolation goes on for about, you know, offices that got looted or like, Oh, you think? Yeah, I th- I think there's gonna be some criminal nonsense that happens during this like period of sh- like shutdown. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking about that too. Is it, it like what? Like yeah. Like th- like this is a perfect time for for uh for people to take advantage. Like like you know imagine like the security they probably have at like f- like if you're an art thief you know they shut down like all these like crazy museums in Europe. Like when was the last time, like, you know, for like couple week period, these you could get museums, that you get at the Mona fucking Lisa, right? They, they've been shut down for that long. Like still, this, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know those buildings. You, there would need to be some Ocean Twelve shit. Like, yeah, they they've gotten to the point where I think enough art thievery has happened where they're just like, we're just not gonna build a a big worldwide most expensive art in the world museum that can be thievery that that easily you know i don't know man i think physical security is the easiest thing like securing Phys- physical objects like art and yeah i think i think we've got that figured out i think the only thing people can't figure out how to do yet is the whole cyber business it's like the next frontier like for a while physical yeah. thievery was like the wave because we yeah. didn't have the technology to like Actually, when you think about I, it, alarm uh, systems, there's technology. That's internet. That's that's the hackable shit. I I don't know, man. I feel like there's still. I mean, I I don't know much, but I just feel like there's still like a big sort of underground black market for this stuff. People make a living off of, you know, the, 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 you the, can't say that anymore. It's African American market. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more racist. <laughs> <Yeah>, it is. <laughs> oh that's funny i don't even know why that's funny there's just things get funnier in quarantine i'll tell you that um we'll see only time will tell i don't think we have anything to worry about which knock on wood tell me the honest truth mona lisa goes missing missing tomorrow you lose a wink of sleep 
<laughs> Do you lose a wink of fucking sleep? No, but you know, I'd be, uh, I'd give myself a pat on the back for for calling for, it. Yeah, yeah, for calling it. Um, also, today was kind of today was kind of weird. It's like, um, li- okay, Liv was here. We, Liv we, is we, yeah, Rob's my, girlfriend. My, my girlfriend. She was here. She's she's here quite a bit also, and we a lot of and we do have a lot of days where we just kind of hang out, like days off work, mm. whatnot. But like, I don't know why, but like today just it felt like it was harder to like kill time in some ways. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, just, I just like felt like really out of routine because like it's been announced that like. Oh, like isolate, da da da. You're like you got this time and stuff. I just felt so out of routine, like, um, because like we we do this all the time, but today it just felt harder to kind of like keep yourself busy or or entertained in some ways. You know? No, I don't because I've been literally the most entertained I've been in the long. T- okay, anyone out there who shit talked video games ever? You're wrong. Because I'm having the time of my fucking life in quarantine. I zip off into virtual Call of Duty land. I squat up with my motherfucking boys. We get on the headsets. We get our guns. We drop into the war zone. And I spend as much time as I need in there because it never gets old. Video games are, are imagine movies and TV shows except you get to manipulate what goes on. So it never gets old. They're the fucking goat. And a lot of people like, I feel like a lot of people slept on video games because it used to be some nerd shit. But now, you look at the young kids, a lot, like, I'd say like the cool kids are on video games. (laughs) I don't know, man. I can't, uh, I can't provide much. Um... Because I've never been a video game guy. Because like in, in our time, yeah, we still were like, oh, cool kids get out skateboard. They go biking. Yeah. You know what I mean? They play sports. I was fortunate enough to be such an all-arounder that I could do it all. <laughs> You're just a fucking I just, I, I all-arounder. Yeah, I did all the sports, but I also came home and it was like, you know, when I was 11 years old, I said, this will be the future. So I put in my time. I got, I got my dexterity up. And I, I just kept it going. And yeah, there was a lot of dark years. I'd say from 23 to 27, where I kind of felt like a bit of a fucking loser playing video games every now and then. I'm like, what am I doing? I would like, I would like third party look at myself playing Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. 26 in my room. I'm like, hey. Yeah, loser. <laughs> and then it came full circle to this quarantine where I strapped in, sat at my chair, and I didn't have anything to do all weekend. Not a fucking thing. Yeah. And I played video games the whole time and I never got bored. And I'm like, right, because when there's when there's time to kill, I don't think there's a better thing to fucking do. Like it, w- when I mean like you actually can't do anything. We can't work out. We can't shop, do work, fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Video games are the peak. Yeah. I mean, uh, strapped on an Oculus the other day. Just whacked off fun. for eight hours. You never get tired of that, do you? 
<laughs> Oculus. Yeah, if I were to get a system, I'd get an Oculus. Those things are fucking radical. See that? I think I could get tired. I think I could get tired of virtual reality. Yeah, because it's you got to stand. You got to like. It's yeah. a little more work. A little more interactive. And it's not like. The thing about video games now is the console video games are like the the normal video games we have that have like a controller or use a mouse and a keyboard. Yeah. Are they've been around for so long that they're exceptional at being good at entertaining us. Yeah. Whereas I think the technology on virtual reality is so new it's still like so limiting. I don't know they're getting there like you don't even need my cousin was saying you don't even need um the controllers but the new update like it literally picks up your hands. Oh shit! As like things to use, like you can like virtual reality, you can like pick things up, and it tracks your hand. You don't even need craziness. It's it's cool. Yeah, I'm. But I'm saying like give that five, five, six, seven, maybe eight years. Yeah. Where you're playing like the same caliber game that I'm playing now. Yeah. Okay. In the virtual world. Yeah. I'll be over there spending one to two thousand dollars, saying what up to the virtual homies. Yeah, but at the moment, no one's on it. No one like you're not playing it's with anybody. True. I, like, I don't know, man. I just like I was like I was so blown away. Um, I I would get it only for the virtual porn. Have you tried things. it yet? No. And I and the thing is, I I know I wouldn't even. I don't even think I'd buy it for virtual porn because no, I don't even fucking. I'm not even that into porn. In yeah, general. I'm, I'm like, not even <laughs> that big of a porn guy. Like I, the the games on it though were so fun. It's this world, I, I I mean, I I told you this. I took. I took off the VR mask. I was like, "Real world kind of sucks." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Let me back in there." Get your yeah. You got a virtual family. You're virtually rich. You're right. Fucking virtually, everything's going great you're for you. Take the goggles away. off. You're just in this like old home in Forest Hill. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, it sucks." Um, but uh, you know, that's. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Things to do while in quarantine. What can people do? What can people do? Um, okay. Games. Okay. Well, gaming. Okay. We, we wait, just wait, talked wait, about gaming. Yeah. But no, but what about like, uh, you know, like Call board games? The, oh, board, board games? games. Honestly. Like with everyone going home to your families, like honestly, I'm, I might play a couple board games this yeah, week. That is, that is to me the most <laughs> boring thing I've ever heard. Like the only thing good about board games is being face to face with people. That's yeah, the only thing. Like yeah. I just like actually talking and hanging with people while something funny is happening. Oh, I mean, like you know, I'll do that at like six o'clock when we're all having like a couple drinks. I'm in the like, war zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about uh, you know, get out? Uh, what what uh, 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 workout? You know, yeah, do some home workouts. Some home workouts. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have to work from home. Go for go for a run. I'm thinking, yo, now is the time. If you've ever been a person that's like, oh, I'd really like to do this, but I never have the time. Mm-hmm. You know that long list of things people say, I'd love to do this, but I don't have the time? Yeah. If I hear you say that after this quarantine, you're a liar. <laughs> I'm putting that on record. If you've yeah. if you've told me, oh, I really like to do this, but I don't have the time, and it's something you can do at home. Yeah, I'll put that caveat. Not like oh, I've really wanted to um, go take cooking lessons. Actually, no, fuck that. If you want to learn to cook, it's a perfect time. I'm trying to think of examples of things that would be limiting with the quarantine. Yeah, like if you want to like skydive or something. Uh, I still think you could pull that off. I feel like those guys are risk. You know, they're into the risks. They're like bring that on. The risk takers. Yeah, yeah, they're um, not closing down for coronavirus. If you wanted to. 
you wanted to rob a bank. Learn no, it's a, now's a perfect time too. If you wanted to learn how to salsa dance, no, you could learn that through YouTube. There's honestly fucking nothing you can't do at home. If you want to, um, if you want to go shopping, still open. If you, you want to go, I don't think you're missing the point as well. I'm talking about like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm just saying like now's a perfect time, if anything, for you to realize that the real reason you haven't been doing that thing wasn't because of time. It's because you haven't been making the time because now there's nothing but time. Mm-hmm. So if you said you wanted to read more books, learn how to cook better, um, learn how to. That's do- what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to read some books. I yeah. Think. We'll check back in next week to see if Robbie read books. Cool. Me, on the other hand, because again, perfect all around or need no improvement. So good. I'm just going to spend the entire time video gaming because <laughs> this is you're so a fucking, fucking loser. Fun. It's so fun. All right. Anyway, stay safe, socially isolate. And if you're going to follow anyone's medical advice, please Google a few alternate opinions and, and Wikipedia. That's all you need. I don't know about that either. And uh, on that note, We'll see you next Tuesday. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! Hold up.